When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, the podcast. Check the guys out live weekday mornings from 6 to 10 Eastern on ESPN Radio. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max on ESPN Radio, Sirius XM, and your smart speakers. We are presented by Progressive Insurance. Translation, Tom Brady. I will make a decision once that $15 is in the bank. (laughs) And let me tell you the decision. I'm out. (laughs) I'm done. Key, I mean, what is there more to this than that? It seemed like that what th- those rumors and, and the reporting wasn't coming from nowhere. And then his agent comes out and says, hey, uh, Tom will let everyone know definitively. And then it came out that there was a date at which point he would get his dough. Isn't that like, is this done, you think, Key, or is he really making up his mind? Yeah, I don't think, I had, I don't think it has anything to do with the finances. I don't think, really? I mean, the money ain't really, you know, Brady is not going to try to bamboozle the Bucks for $15 million. I think he really is torn between making a hard decision. And, and look, Jeff Darlington is, is my go-to guy whenever things is all Tom Brady. There's no question about it. Mm-hmm. If Tom Brady was eating potato chips, I want to know what flavor, what kind. I go to Jeff Darlington. Uh, and then Adam Shefty, if I want to know what's going on around the league, I go to Adam if if an owner's eating cheese. So, and I want to know what kind. In this situation, sometimes you tell people, you have conversations with people, and you say, hey, you know, I think I'm, I think I'm done. This is it. It's over with. But I'm not 100% sure, but I'm 99% sure. And that's pretty much it. And they say to you, are you sure? And you go, yeah, I'm I'm." I'm pretty sure, man, and, and, and I want to do it at a certain time. Let me think about it a little bit more. And then they say, ask you again, are you sure? And you go, yeah, I'm sure. And then they have that particular information. And Jeff and Adam, so the people are correct in understanding, they never said Tom Brady was retiring today. They said Tom Brady is going to retire from the NFL. Now, what does that mean? That means he's eventually going to retire. Is it today? Is it tomorrow? Is it next year? Is it the year after? They never uh, said a date, a drop-dead date. And when you get fired from those two individuals, as y'all know, Jay and Max, people then take it and run with it. They haven't reconfirmed any dates. All they're saying is he's going to retire. Okay, I'm Jay, listen mm-hmm. to the sound. It's time for Straight Talk, brought to you by Straight Talk Wireless. Because usually Key will say something like that. I'll be like, that sounds right to me. But but I, to, I don't think the reporting is like that. If he's like, yeah, I'm pretty sure, and they keep knocking at the door, and eventually he goes, yeah, I'm going to retire. To me, it just is too coincidental that the reporting comes out, then there's a deadline with 15 million. I don't care how much money you have. It's 15 million. <laughs> and then the agent comes out. There you out go, Max. <laughs> yeah, you know me, Key. You got that right. <laughs> and I'm different than other people in that respect. Not at all. <laughs> all right. I just say it out loud. Jay, listen to the Tom Brady sound, okay, and tell me how you what you think about this. Here's Brady on Let's Go with Tom Brady, Larry Fitzgerald, and Jim Gray. You know, there's a lot of interest in when I'm going to stop playing, and I understand that. I don't 
it's not that I don't recognize that. It's just when I when I know, I'll know. And when I don't know, I don't know. And I'm not going to you know race to some conclusion about that. You know, it's a good week for me. And I'm just still going through the process that I said I was going through. So sometimes it, it takes some time to really evaluate how you feel and what you want to do. And, and uh, I think when the time's right, I'll be ready to make a decision one way or another, just like I said last week. So I'm with you, Max, on the 15 million is the 15 million. I'm getting my money regardless, by the way. Um, number two, I, you can make the case that he's trying to be respectful for the playoffs and for the Super Bowl and all the hype that's coming along with it. But frankly, I come back to what I told you guys earlier, man. It, it, it sounds like this is a little bit confusing for him. And maybe his mind he thought was made up. Mm. But there is teetering that goes back and forth with this because you really have to sit down and think, okay, what am I willing to do every single day, right, for the rest of my life? Like, that's, that's a daunting task at hand to figure that out. And your wife is incredible to you. Your kids are incredible to you. But when you feel like you have gas in the tank. Ooh, and a lot. And you just come off playing an incredible high season. I'm not saying that it can't happen. It's hard to walk away and from. You brought man. your team all the way That's back. It's hard to walk away from. They were one play away from the AFC cha- from the NFC Championship game. One. Yeah, play. but yeah, he he was one play away from it, and he still has plenty of football left in him. But I will never question a man's uh, beliefs in wanting to be around his wife and his kids yeah. in no. very yeah. strong in that. in terms of that. And then on top of that, when you got Jeff Darlington again, I must say. When you have Jeff and Adam reporting it, there's some truth to him retiring. And well, Key, he, can, never... he can report it, Key. He can report it. It doesn't mean that, hey, I thought this way last week when I was going through a roller coaster of emotion, and maybe that is the way I'm leaning, yeah. but it doesn't mean that I can't go back and forth. It doesn't mean that that's not fluid. Sounds like you guys are saying the same thing, yeah. actually. Yeah, he's gonna, go, he's gonna go back and forth on it, but in the end, Tom Brady is probably not going to play football this year. And the $15 million deadline is all about salary cap. Mm. It's, it's If he collects that money, it hurts the Tampa Bay Buccaneers mm. in a salary cap situation. And that Tom Brady's not going to dupe the Tampa Bay Buccaneers for $15 million. Can I tell you what I would love to see, Max? I would love if – he, if he doesn't get the money, fine. Frankly, just me, just me. I'm not saying it's going to happen. Speculation, I hope. It's when Michael Jordan went and then played for the Washington Wizards. He didn't retire with the Washington Wizards, right? Like, it's retire with the Bulls. Like, I would love for him to go back to the, the Pats, Pats, sign that one-day contract, that and is just a, retire with the Pats. That's probably, that and that's probably what see he, that with hold him on, and that, Bill Belichick and that moment that, of them kind of cementing that so, legacy together. So, Key, hearing that, the, the the larger question is really, let's assume for a second, the reporting's not out of left field, which we assume it's not, and and he's not going to play football. He's going to retire, Tom Brady. Yeah. What does he do next? Jay mentions retire as a patriot. You seem to think that's a possibility from your yeah. reaction. Yeah, you're, then you're certainly going to do that. Coaching, broadcasting. No, he ain't coaching. Well, I don't see him coaching. I don't see him as a broadcaster. I don't see him in a front office as an ownership. Ownership, something. Derek Jeter, Michael Jordan, yes. they own teams, Key. That I could see. What do you see as next the, for Brady? But but those guys, when, when you talk about Derek Jeter owning a team, uh, being a part of a team and running the team and doing those sort of things, that was always his aspirations. He always wanted to be a part of that. 
Michael Jordan, same thing with MJ. I remember talking to MJ and hanging out with him at a restaurant, and he was talking about purchasing a basketball team many years ago when he was still playing. He was still, he was still with the Chicago Bulls at this time and talking about being a part of ownership group and then following him to Charlotte when I played for the Panthers and hanging out with him and talking about him eventually taking over for Bob Johnson and buying the team outright. When you when you look at the National Football League and you look at the price of teams and how, they, how it goes, no matter if you Peyton Manning, no matter if you are – the greatest football player in the history that ever was created of a football player, and you're Tom Brady, it's very difficult to get a piece, a sliver, just a crumb of a football team. That's why a lot of ex-players are not in that position because economically it's hard. And on top of that, most of the most of the NFL teams are owned by families and passed down from family generation yeah. to generation to generation. I see Tom Brady going into – the Hollywood world, meaning lots of documentaries, letting the TB12 brand take off. He has the clothing line. He's building the nutrition, the wellness situation. I think that is more him, the production side of things with Michael Strahan. I think that is more of his kind of uh, avenue, to, so to speak, to go down. Now, if you told me that uh, Mr. Kraft uh, wanted to do the – the late Dr. Jerry Buss to the Magic Johnson, here you go, you're like a son to me, here's a piece of the team, we we, we love you so much, that's a different situation. I could see something like that where he's saying, we're going to allow you to invest in our team, but, you know, we're still running it. I can see that part of it because Tom Brady has obviously made Mr. Kraft a very, very, very wealthy man with the six championships and the nine Super Bowl appearances. So, Jay, you hear Key talking. That sounds right to me, right? TB12 is a billion dollar. I don't know how what, what it's worth now, but it's going to be an enormous. It's going to be bigger than it is now, I assume. Mm-hmm. And he could manage that. But there, how hard would it be for him to front? Is that what you're thinking? Would he front a group? Does he go into the TB? What would you well, think? All next? the businesses that Key just mentioned, those become annuities, right? He has autographed NFT company 199. His productions. I know all the businesses that he's involved in. But I will say, it, it is interesting the relationship that him and LeBron James have. I just think that's something fascinating to pay attention to mm. down the line. Just because oh. those two are very close, and LeBron loves football. It's just it's interesting how you can look at that partnership. Whoa. Chiefs lost in the AFC Championship game. That's interesting. I almost feel mm-hmm. like oh, we got to move on. Chiefs lost in the <laughs> AFC Championship for the second time in four years. Brady and LeBron take over the world together. So what's next for the Chiefs and their franchise quarterback, speaking of taking over the world? Patrick Mahomes, although Joe Burrow had something to say about that. That's next. KJM on ESPN Radio and Sirius XM Channel 80. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, the podcast. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day. But sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. 
But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. Keyshawn J. Willemax, ESPN Radio Series XM Channel 80. Say play ESPN on your smart speakers. Boom, right there. Check us out on ESPN, too. Download the podcast. We are presented by Progressive Insurance. So, Andy Reid, I mean, like, it's funny. Dude hosted four consecutive AFC championship games. And it's like, what's wrong with Patrick Mahomes? Had a bad half of football. Yeah, that's true. But you you mentioned AFC. How about NFC with Andy Reid, Max? No doubt. The (laughs) same thing in the NFC. He just didn't win the Super Bowl. (laughs) But, but, but Donovan McNabb was a great quarterback, and he just, you know you give him a Super yeah. Bowl, and we think of him differently today. Andy Reid, the Chiefs head coach, at the post game press conference about questions about Patrick Mahomes. Listen, I think he he was one half away from going to his third Super Bowl in a row, and that's uh, that's pretty impressive. Uh, hey, you've been around this a long time, and as a lot of us have, and. You know that's that's uh, that's pretty impressive, and and most of these teams that that are getting this far have good quarterbacks. I mean that's just how it works, and we're fortunate to have him. Uh, there's nobody looking at Pat Mahomes cross-eyed from from our side, and I I would anticipate our fans feel the same way. Yeah, when I said post-game press conference, I mean way post. Technically, it's true, but way post. That was from yesterday. That that sound. I mean. Look, key. Yeah, the 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 criticism that will be coming Mahomes' way. No one's perfect. He's a great quarterback. He, he I think he's the best quarterback in the game, in my opinion. But he did look not just in the second half of that game, but throughout a lot of, especially the early season struggles, like he was pulling too hard, like he was trying to do too much. Do you agree with that? Why do you think that was? If you do, no, I do agree with it a lot. Um, the one thing that I've always said, Max, though, in the end, what did he do that helped help win the game and what did he do to contribute to losing the game? The one thing that he did in contributing to losing the game, because essentially that's what we're talking about, is when you turn the football over, he had two interceptions. Okay, he made some amazing throws in this football game. There's no question about it, especially in the first half. For whatever reason, when he came out in the second half, he was a shell of himself. It wasn't the same Patrick Mahomes that we saw in the first half. Why that was, I have no idea. I think when you start pressing, in particular him, in these situations, he tends to struggle. And this is not just based on the AFC Championship game. This is based on the course of the season. If you go back and you watch the film and you look at the games in which they lost, those were tight games really tight games where all of a sudden Patrick Mahomes started to press a little bit. That is when they had leads, teams made comebacks like the Bengals, and all of a sudden the Patrick Mahomes that we saw that was the cool, calm, collective, Houdini-style Patrick Mahomes started to struggle. In early stages of the AFC Championship game, there was a lot of comfort level and I don't want to call it arrogance, but fun, kind of like Mm loosey-goosey going into the half where there became this almost feel like arrogance by the Kansas City Chiefs, like we're better than you, we know we're going to beat you down, and then all of a sudden you look up and it's 21-21. Jay, you know, I I, I totally hear that. Um, 
it reminds me in a way of Russell Westbrook. Hear me out for a second. Okay. Westbrook to me, like he can't shoot. That's a big thing. But <laughs> when when and I love Westbrook. When the going gets tough, he always pulls harder, goes faster, goes harder. When sometimes he needs to just take his foot off the gas, in my opinion, a little bit. And Mahomes seems to always want to make it happen. And since usually he can, sometimes maybe he has to just let it happen. Don't make it happen. Yeah, but Mahomes has the Super Bowl, right? Russ doesn't have a championship. It's not a perfect analogy. See, it kind of... A lot of people are going to come out and say he was loosey-goosey, and did he panic in the second half? Yeah, I think there were spots within the second half in which he did panic, and it looked similar to how he looked earlier in the season. But I come away from this experience saying, wow, four straight AFC championship games, like this dude's resume is off the charts, and he's going to learn from this. I think this is going to leave a sour taste in his mouth because he knows that he gave this game away, right? So it almost reminds me a little bit more of Magic. Magic in 1980, you know, mm. they beat the 76ers. Then there was he, Tragic he, Johnson. He had, yeah. yeah, and then the following year, right, he dribbled out the clock. He had that issue. But he learned from that. And at the time, mm. well, Magic, why not, this is the only one Magic ever gets, right? And, but, like, he went on to get more. Like, it just feels like this guy is set up because of the way Andy Reid and his team is built with Patrick Mahomes, that they will be back in the conversation. By the way, Vegas has him as a favorite next year. You know, guys, and Key, it's funny you, because – Tom Brady is so spoiled, everyone. Tom Brady's been – we're just talking about Brady. He's been in 10 Super Bowls. 10. There's just only Super Bowl 56. He's in almost 20%, the 18, over 15% of all Super Bowls ever played. Max, he, that'll never happen again. Max. Right, of course. But he, <laughs> he also, in the 22 years he's been in the league, been in 10. So just in the terms of when he, he's been in almost 50% of the Super Bowls played and won like 33% of all – so we got spoiled and we forget – there was 10 years in there between the gates, mm-hmm. between the spy gate and deflate gate, right? As soon as they got figured out that <laughs> 10 years where they were good every year, they didn't win any Super Bowls, Key. 10 years. No, no like, but, you know, but it's difficult, right? There, as I always say, it's hard enough to win a, a game, let alone a Super Bowl. So, again, we all know we'll never see that again in our lifetime about somebody going to 10 Super Bowls, especially with a gap. We're never going to see some quarterback, even the guys that's playing right now, they're not going to play to their 45 and 50 years old. It's just not, it's just not something realistically I see happening down the line. I think Patrick Mahomes, look, it wouldn't surprise me at all if the Kansas City Chiefs never got back to a Super Bowl ever again. It wouldn't surprise me because – your head coach time is a ticking as a head coach. He's not going to do it forever. The other teams within the conference is getting better every single day. They're get, Buffalo Bills are getting better. Eventually, they're going to crack the egg. The Cincinnati Bengals are going to continue to grow and get older and with the experience as a youth group. The Baltimore Ravens are not going to always be banged up and in, in hurt throughout the course of the season. The Tennessee Titans, and I'm just mentioning the AFC, the Tennessee Titans are surely going to figure out their quarterback situation before it gets too late, before they use up the, the, the what they have going. The, the Cleveland Browns will probably figure out their situation. And then when you look at the NFC side of things, the Rams are not going to go anywhere Heath. for a couple of years. And you can just go on and on and on. I would be That's why I would say it wouldn't surprise me Heath. if the Kansas City Chiefs didn't win another Super Bowl. Okay, wait. Wouldn't first, surprise first of all, Let's what? say let's say Patrick Mahomes. Let this is how crazy Brady is. What? Let's say Patrick Mahomes has seventy five percent of his career in front of him. 
He's played in the league five. He's in the league five years. Has played four years as a starter. And let's say, Key, you're wrong, and they replicate I, I and they replicate the success they've had so far exactly. They go to the a- okay. You know what he'd wind up with if what? he said he'd wind up if if they did this three more times the four years they just had right. He would wind up going to eight Super Bowls and winning four. He still wouldn't be at Brady if they did this for the rest of his career. But, Key, you bring up the fact that there are other dudes coming. Joe Burrow, Justin Herbert, Josh Allen, Lamar Jackson, let alone we'll see if someone like Trevor Lawrence, just in the AFC, if Aaron Rodgers winds up there. It, it, It is a... I don't see him falling off, Jay, but it does get no, it's harder. No, it harder. might not be. It, go ahead, Jay. No, I, look, I, I would be surprised if he doesn't get back to a Super Bowl. He doesn't have a chance to win one again. I would be surprised. I think he'll have chances the, to win the, multiple. The, the expectation, four straight AFC championship games. It could have been three straight Super Bowls he could have been in. Mm. That's how loaded and talented this team is. Like, even with everybody else coming up, their talent still feels like it's slightly above everybody. It is the Tiger Woods effect in a way where you have such an influence on the game, all of a sudden, you know, instead of fat golfers smoking cigarettes, like, right, all of a sudden, all these in-shape golfers, these athletes, their parents say, oh, look at Tiger Woods. They put golf clubs in their hands. Now Tiger's an older dude, before the accident even, competing against guys that he made better, right? Like Mahomes may have helped elevate the level of quarterback play in the league, and now it's maybe he's right. Maybe he never gets back. It's possible. Rams went all in for Matt Stafford. He's going to the Super Bowl. Who's going to follow suit? Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, the podcast. Have you ridden an electric e-bike yet? You need to check out Electric e-bikes today, the number one selling e-bike in America. Two things stand out that bikers love about electric. Number one, the majority of their models come pre-assembled, so you don't need to be a bike savant to ride them. Number two, Electric wants to empower riders to spend more time exploring outside on their bikes, so they've made range a priority. Long-range batteries allow riders to hit typically around 65 miles of range or up to 150 miles on some models. Bonus, Electric has purposefully priced their bikes to be affordably awesome, so you don't have to break the bank to get these sweet rides. See why people who have made the switch to electric bikes have fallen in love with biking again by visiting electricebikes.com. That's L-E-C-T-R-I-C-E-B-I-K-S.com. For the ones who get it done, Granger offers high-quality supplies and solutions for every industry, as well as access to product specialists who have the knowledge and experience to answer your toughest questions. Plus, their commitment to being your safety partner can help you keep your facility safe and your people safer. Call, click Granger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. The Rams are in the Super Bowl after going all in. So everyone wants to know, what team is a Matthew Stafford trade away? A trade, there's an available quarterback. We are going to mortgage the future because our time is right now. From the Super Bowl next year, one Stafford-type trade away, Key. Um, here are some of the teams we mentioned yesterday with Super Bowl odds. This is via Caesars. The Titans are plus 1,800. The Broncos plus 2,500. The Bucks plus 1,400. We're putting this up on ESPN2 if you want to follow along. The Colts plus 2,500. Dolphins 4,000. 
Saints 3,500. Browns 4,000. And Vikings 5,000. Key, who is a Matthew Stafford trade away from next year's Super Bowl? But, but, but these odds, these aren't saying, obviously these are just odds. They're not saying these teams are uh, – one Matthew Stafford away. This no, is not no, no. Season. We're saying, we're saying, like, season. you know, take your pick. The Broncos plus twenty five hundred. You put yeah. yeah these I get are it. teams around where the Rams were last year exactly. at this time. Yeah. Got it. Got it. Got it, Evan. Um, I would, you know, I I like. You say you said Matthew Stafford away. I I start off with the Tennessee Titans. I start off with the Tennessee Titans, although. Ryan Tannehill threw the three interceptions. I can clearly say that Vrabel called the game differently than what he probably wished he did something different because going forward on uh, some of those plays at the end, calling it, letting uh, Tannehill carry the ball, and then all of a sudden giving it to Derrick Henry on fourth down, some of those things would have changed the outcome of the game against Cincinnati. Anyway, I would say let's start off with the Titans. I then would probably – jump to the Broncos. When you look at the Broncos receiving core and some of the stuff that they got, they certainly got some pieces in play defensively. They got some pieces in play. And then from there, um, depending on what happens to Terrific Tom, is Tom going – let's assume Tom is done. He's going to be gone. If they can retool, re-sign some of their players back, I think they could be a, you know, Tom Brady-ish – Matthew Stafford, old Tom Brady, Matthew Stafford away from Super Bowl. The New Orleans Saints uh, can fall into that category. The Indianapolis Colts, we heard uh, uh, Jim Ursay about a week ago talk about how he sat and watched the games and realized that he needs a quarterback that can put up the type of points that you need to put up. And, pro- and he didn't mention Carson Wentz by names, but certainly Carson Wentz is somebody that he looked at and said, I need to replace him without saying I need to replace him. Uh, the yeah, Browns, I see, I the Vikings. Yeah, I, I would even. I would also go with the forty. I mean, look, it probably can't be all in because you got Trey Lance, but Forty Niners, man. Like there, and I know you guys are both somewhat decent on Jimmy G, but you think with their running game with Mitchell, you think with Debo Samuel, with George Kittle, with their defense and the way they are, if you upgraded that quarterback position, they're right there to win a Super Bowl. Derek Carr is on the Forty ers You probably win a Super Bowl. That's the thing I find so difficult about the NFL compared to the NBA or Major League Baseball, the sample sizes are so small, right? So, like, you see Tannehill in a few moments or Garoppolo in a few moments not get it done, and, and then you drop Stafford in there and he, ha- and he gets it done. And I'm not going to say happens to get it done because that's the evidence we have. And we can see he's a little more – he's more talented, right? But then if you just – what, is Garoppolo incapable of hitting Sanders on that play? Then our whole feeling about it changes. It's just like it boils de- – so – but that's what we know, and these teams want to go out and get quarterbacks with the ability and the temperament to make those plays in high-leverage moments, especially key on teams with coaches and, and O-lines and receivers, et cetera, where you think you're going to be in those moments. That's not Tannehill so far. Maybe it could be Tannehill, but based on what we've seen, it hasn't been him yet, and we just don't believe it, right? I mean, that's what we're talking about. Yeah, it's in, Tennessee is the, the team for me. Uh, it's the Tennessee Titans. If they could figure out their quarterback situation, if they can get an Aaron Rodgers, it helps them out. Yeah, <laughs> Aaron Rodgers helps most teams out, I would say. But Tennessee, you made a compelling case originally 
why Rodgers should go, should go to Tennessee. And they are very much to me where the Browns were a year ago when it was like, hey, where would, if Aaron Rodgers just parachuted into Cleveland, oh, my God, it's not that way anymore in Cleveland. Mm-hmm. But it is that way in Tennessee. I agree. I mean, just I mean, it takes a lot of pressure off Derrick Henry to be that bell cow every single, every single down. Right? Like imagine actually having play action with him, utilizing the passing game more with a guy like Aaron Rodgers if that were to happen. I mean, that's a scary combination with their wide receiver. Derrick Henry, Aaron Rodgers, and then those two receivers? I mean, Derrick Henry, Derrick Carr. Still I'm, not the same to me, but uh, I, I, Derek Carr is very good. But Derek, Derek Carr is very good. still very yeah. good. Yeah, Derek Carr is an upgrade from Ryan Tannehill. He, I think so. That's right. And by the way, you a think year, so? Like, well, no, no, my think point, operative word? But like, that's you what I mean so? about the sample size. It's so, such small. But I agree. Yes. No, I agree with you on this. A year or two ago, I would have put Tannehill ahead of Derek Carr. I don't feel that way anymore. We'll get a little more information. Here's another team. Chris Canty says could be a Stafford trade away. Listen to this. Just makes sense if you're the Eagles to go that direction because you look at the landscape of that division, you're talking about the Dallas Cowboys really only being the only team that you would consider a true contender. It doesn't feel like it's a tough path in order to get to the tournament. And then the changing landscape when it comes to the NFC as a whole with two top flight quarterbacks potentially leaving the conference, one via retirement, one via trade. I just feel like this is a prime opportunity for them as well if they want to be aggressive. Key, um, that's uh, obviously Chris Canty from Canty and Golick Jr. Uh, are the Eagles? He he does make a point. The they got a real real good offensive line, and they are in a weak division. What about the Eagles? No, because I don't think I don't think the Dallas Cowboys are going to go anywhere. I think the Dallas Cowboys are going to get better. Dan Quinn in his second year in the defensive side of the ball. They just got to get their mental uh, state of mind together. And Kelly Moore has got to figure out what he wants to do. Does he want to continue to keep interviewing every other week? Or does he want to really take it serious and buckle down and become an offensive coordinator instead of someone looking for a head coaching job? The Eagles certainly don't. I mean, they made the playoffs. They were the seventh seed. It was cute. Everything was great. I think you continue to uh, let Jalen Hurts grow. But even if you got an Aaron Rodgers or you got one of the Russell Wilson, they don't have enough, in my opinion, mm. to be where the Rams are. The Rams had something. They were already a playoff perennial. They just had Jared Goff and Sean McVay didn't like that. Yeah, Jay, like uh, circumstances aside, mm-hmm. you put your eyeballs on certain teams. You look at their rosters and you know, like, it's not just about taking a bite at the apple. It's like, oh, wait a minute. They're that trade away from the Super Bowl, right? That's not the Eagles to me. I, I don't see the Eagles being there, but it, the NFC is fascinating. I mean, other than the Cowboys, the Rams, Cardinals, like who's what's going to happen with Cliff Kingsbury, King, Kingsbury and Kyler Murray? The NFC does seem kind of wide open. Tom Brady retires. Aaron Rodgers, if he goes to the AFC, like it, it does seem like there are a lot of moving parts with inside the NFC. Yeah, it's funny because Rodgers, Brady, Breeze, I'm just going back like, you know, 24 months. What's going to happen with Russell Wilson? Stafford, Russell Wilson. The NFC had all these great quarterbacks. Now you blink. It looks to me like Brady's gone, right? Rodgers probably going to go to the AFC. (laughs) Uh, Breeze is gone. You don't know what's going to happen with Russell Wilson? Russell Wilson, not only that, looks diminished. I just got to be honest. And then you look at the AFC – you got young Loaded. sharks and Lamar Jackson. People that he's younger than Joe Burrow. Lamar, Josh <laughs> Allen, B. 
Burrow, Herbert, Mahomes. That's if nothing happens with Trevor Lawrence, if he doesn't pan out at all, because if he does, and if Deshaun Watson never gets back on the field, it is a beast in the AFC. I'm, I, when you, I'm trying to think. The NFC, so you got Russell Wilson, mm-hmm. every, pretty much everybody in the West. I guess you could argue Jimmy Garoppolo, whatever. You got everybody in the West, at least three quarterbacks. The South, really, I mean, Matt Ryan's older. Brady's going to leave. New Orleans doesn't have anything. Carolina doesn't have anything. You go to the North. Justin Fields is the only thing because Kirk Cousins and me is just whatever. Yep. Potentially uh, Justin Rogers Fields. We don't know. Right yeah. Grab. Um, and Detroit is nothing. I guess you could, I guess, I guess really, am I missing any conferences? Jimmy G. No, no I said, I said the West, the North, the East, the I mean, South, East the East the is just Dak Prescott. The East is just really Dak because the other quarterbacks are still uh, question marks on Hurts and Daniel Jones. And I don't know what's up with Heineke, what they're going to do there. So, yeah, the AFC has a, a better crop of QBs, no yeah. question about it. Dak and Kyler, and yeah. that's about it. Um, it is uh, – <laughs> I mean, and Rodgers goes to the I'm AFC, sick. too. It's not just that he won't be in the NFC. You're going to add him to that mix? Keyshawn J. Willemax presented by Progressive Insurance. Dan Graziano giving the straight talk, brought to you by Straight Talk Wireless. No contract, no compromise. Dan, what team is a Stafford trade away from the Super Bowl? The Bucks. I mean, they were just there, right? I mean, like if Brady's leaving, then that's that's probably what the. the I mean, I'm interested to see which way they go. Would they would they try and run it back and, and try and trade for a veteran quarterback that could get them back there, or would they go to a rebuild? And what would that mean for the coaching staff, et cetera? Uh, so we don't know what they're going to do. My my guess is they would first look at veteran quarterback options to see if they can keep their roster together. But there's going to be some challenges there. So yeah, that that would be my pick. Who would be a guy yeah, but- you would target? Who would, I would try, I would try to get Aaron Rodgers. Well, My, yeah. I mean, that's well, I mean, like some of these. Yeah, but why would he do that though? Right, I, that's not what wasn't the question there, Key. The question was who would that's I fair. target that's if fair. I were the Tampa Bay Buccaneers? Look, I, I, I think, um, yeah, I mean, look, there's going to be options out there, right? I mean, I don't know what's going to happen with Deshaun Watson. We don't know where Russell Wilson ends up. But if you take that like, sort of big three out of it, and you look around, and you say, well, can we? Are we? You know. If if we can make the money work, I mean, are we Kirk Cousins away? Are we, you know, I don't think Derek Carr is going anywhere now. It sounds like McDaniel's wants to keep him, mm-hmm. uh, but that kind of guy, Garoppolo, obviously, you know. Uh, so, th- th- those are the kinds of options that they're looking at if they're looking at the veteran route. Dan, let's play. Let, let's play some uh, more of this and get to overreaction or not an overreaction. Right. I don't know if you heard about it. It's an interesting segment. <laughs> I have. Yeah. <laughs> Okay, I'm waiting for the NFL music, and then I'm going to bombard you. Do you want me to do it like a – Yes, could you? Would you? Yes. Oh, that works. That works. Okay. Dan, overreaction (laughs) or not an overreaction, quarterback. The Browns and Eagles are a Matthew Stafford trade away from being in the Super Bowl. I think it's it's an overreaction. I mean, look, this this Rams roster was – you know, not far removed from a Super Bowl, right? They've they've got veterans all over the place. They've got – High level perform. I mean, like like as high as there are on defense. I mean, I, I think this Rams team was in a little bit better shape than those two rosters are right now. A year ago. Yeah, I, I agree with you, Dan. I think it's an overreaction because, much like you said, there's a number of players on this team that played in the Super Bowl for the Rams. So they're not far removed. They were a playoff team a year ago. It's an overreaction. 
Yeah, I'll just say that the upside for the Eagles feels like there's more opportunity in the NFC compared to the Browns, just how loaded the AFC mm. is. By the way, how did, Jay, I could have sworn you were going there. How did everyone miss this? The reason it's their Browns are not a Matthew Stafford trade away is because they'd also have to acquire OBJ, right? Like Odell was just yeah, a well, major right. contributor. Maybe they were. When yeah. you take him they off that roster, yeah. it's not quite the same. Wow. Odell and Stafford, they picked up, mm. not to mention Von Miller. Mm-hmm. Chiefs will not win another Super Bowl. Overreaction, Dan, or not an overreaction? It's an overreaction, but I understand the point, right? I mean, like, uh, like it, these windows close quickly. His uh, Mahomes' cap numbers are just going to go up. I, I just think he's talented enough. You know, the coaching staff, I, I think there's enough there. I, I don't think he can rule them. They're going to be a strong contender every year for the foreseeable future. Yeah, I, I, I think it's an overreaction. I think when you look at it, though, much like you're saying, Dan, the coaching staff is intact today. We don't know about it tomorrow. You know, these quarterbacks, you know, they're always going to be in contention when you have a Patrick Mahomes. But yet and still, we've seen teams over the course of time be very, very good and just never get it yep. done for whatever reasons. They won the Super Bowl a year ago. What did we say? They need to fix the offensive line. They fix the offensive line. Now they're watching the Super Bowl with us. Yeah, it's hard to get yeah. to the Super Bowl. I'll say it's overreaction just because Patrick Mahomes losing. I mean, being up 21-3, to I think he knows that he gave that game away in the second half. I think this is going to be a really interesting offseason to see how hungry this team comes back next year. It, you know, I would say it's a slight overreaction. One thing I'll say about Mahomes is this. It's got Burrow, Herbert, Lamar Jackson, Josh Allen. It's nuts, right? Mahomes is the best one out of all. Like, I think he Mahomes is, is yes. better than the yes. rest of them. He is. And he's in a very good situation. But he's not the so one he'll in the get Super Bowl. That's no, true. no, but That's he'll true. get bites at the apple. He'll get <laughs> he is. He'll, Yeah. Right. But, but the, the point is, like, you can't, you have a 21 3 lead at home in the AFC Championship. Yeah. You have to win that game. Dan, if you, you don't know when you get those kinds of opportunities you pl- again. You play in enough AFC Championship games, and he does. All types yeah. of stuff is going to happen, Absolutely. right? All right. Joe Burrow will win. More than one Super Bowl. Overreaction or not an overreaction? It's not an overreaction because it's early in his career and he's already got a chance to win one in two weeks and that would put him ahead of the game, obviously. But we're just, I mean, look, we're just talking about will Patrick Mahomes not win another one, right? So, so these, this is the, the two sides of the same coin. We don't know what the circumstances are. I think the point on Burrow is he has changed everything for that franchise in a short period of time. They're, they're, it's going to be easier for them to sign free agents right it's going to be it's going to be a place people want to come play a guy people want to come play with it opens up a lot of things for Cincinnati I don't think it's an overreaction not an overreaction at all just like you just said Dan it's early right when you start winning Super Bowls early just look at the guy he just beat in Patrick Mahomes he was going to be the next he was going to win like six Super Bowls in one year it was like oh he's Michael Jordan plus Magic Johnson and all the other stuff combined so of course it's not an overreaction I look forward to watching this Cincinnati Bengal team continue to grow though I, I would agree with both Dan and Key. There's something special when you watch Joey Clutch, man. Like, there's something just, – it just feels like he has that clutch gene. It Joe does. who? Joey Clutch. Joe Thorough. Thorough. Uh, Joe Thur- Listen, guys, I told you all year. Joe Burrow, I know they were ahead of schedule, but they had a puncher's chance because of that dude. And he is not wait like Mahomes and Allen. They're battling for the future of the AFC. Oh my God! For years, Joe Burrow's like, I'm not waiting in line for y'all. Get out the way. I'm going right through you. He's that type of dude. Overreaction or not an overreaction? The Bears are the team to beat if Rodgers leaves the NFC North.
That's an overreaction. I mean, what? I mean, Minnesota should still have a decent roster. I mean, Green Bay will still have a decent roster. The question is who's going to play quarterback. No, I think that's an overreaction. I mean, I, I wouldn't rule them out. They were in the playoffs last year. They kind of kicked around the fringes of it this year. But I can't say team to beat. Yeah, I think it's an overreaction. I'm with you, Dan. Simple. I, I just not right now because Green Bay still will have a good football team. We just don't know where Jordan Love is. What if all of a sudden Jordan Love become a major manager, and that is the recipe for the Green Bay Packers to get over the hump. Hmm. Yeah, I'm going I'm to go ahead and say that's not going to happen, but go ahead, Jay. Yeah, we'll see if Green yeah, Bay is able to also keep Devontae Adams. I'll be interested to see how that whole thing plays out. Yeah. Uh, th- this is Minnesota's league to win, uh, division to win. Hmm. Like, it should be theirs to win. Even if people are down on Kirk Cousins, they, they still have a loaded roster. And maybe Jim Harbaugh. Maybe yeah. Jim Harbaugh. Right. Yeah. That, like, and, then, Harbaugh, and then let's see, to win. let's see who he brings with him. But even if Kirk Cousins is the best now, I'm with Key. Like, when you look at Justin Fields, you at least have a chance for greatness. I don't see the chance for greatness in any other quarterback. All right. Yeah, but how about the pieces division. around Minnesota, though? Jefferson, Thielen, mm. Cook. I mean, they're no loaded, doubt. man. No doubt. That's, that stuff is fleeting, though. You know, like that stuff is here today, gone tomorrow. Your quarterback, your oh, franchise quarterback. Patrick Mahomes could have used a different, more weapons. Like what are you talking Mahomes about? It's bleeding. Right. Mahomes needs more weapons, right? And I'm like, ah, Justin Fields would be fine. Zach Wilson will be the second best quarterback. Uh, will be, sorry, will be the best second year quarterback in 2022. Zach Wilson, best second year quarterback, 2022. Best second year. Better than Mac Jones, better than, than Trey Lance, Justin better than Fields. Justin Fields, better than Trevor Lawrence. I think that's an overreaction. I mean, I, I think, you know, there are people that like Fields better overall from a talent standpoint. Mac Jones has a, a good first year to build on that Zach Wilson doesn't. I mean, is, is it possible? Sure, but it's an overreaction at this point to say it. Yeah, I don't think so. Overreaction. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah, I, I, can't, I can't co-sign that. Huh. I, yeah. Uh, it's closer than you guys think, I think. I, mean, it's I clo- really think it's okay. closer. It's possible, so you- but I'm going to say no. I like Trevor Lawrence's upside. So you're projecting the a Zach best. Wilson breakout year? Yeah, he played better in the second half, he and did. they got a good offensive, good pieces on the offensive line coming back. That's why and Max is my favorite. Further strengthen it. <laughs> Jeez, Evan. Someone has a ton of confidence that it'll be Justin Fields who has the best second year leap. That's next on Keyshawn J. Will and Max, ESPN Radio and ESPN Do. Thanks, Dan. Keyshawn J. Will and Max, the podcast. 